Welcome to One Sharp Sword, cutting through to what matters most with your host, Dr. P, Dr. Wayne Purnell, the breakthrough success coach and your powerful presence mentor. Welcome to One Sharp Sword, cutting through to what matters most. I'm your host, Dr. P, Dr. Wayne Purnell, the exponential success coach. Today, I have with me a retired Marine chief warrant officer. Now, she, see, all Marines aren't men. She is uh, a badass. She's amazing. Sandra uh, Gonzalez is a high-performance coach. She's a speaker. She helps uh, high-level entrepreneurs get rid of doubt because doubt affects everybody. It doesn't matter what level you, you're at. Uh, the the whole idea of perfectionism, she helps people get over that. And uh, there was so much resonance with what her bio said, with what I do and what I believe in that I wanted to I wanted to bring her on the show. So um, she she's uh, she's all about talking tough, sexy confidence um, as she gets her degree in business systems management. Sandra Gonzalez, welcome to the show, Maureen. Welcome. <laughs> I love that introduction, Dr. P. It is an absolute honor being here. I love having, you know, these open discussions. This dialogue is going to be fun. I'm here to serve you and your community as best as I possibly can. And once again, what an honor it is to be here. It's an honor having you. Thank you. I uh, I was struck by your story because you know you didn't you didn't wake up one day and go I'm going to be a high performance coach. You didn't wake up one day and go Oh, you know what? Chief warrant officer is where I'm going. Um, it was you know your path was tumultuous. That's a good word. You had. Yeah, there was a lot of upset in your in your journey here. So I'm a big fan of talking about the journey, especially when it's one of resilience, because that is also the story that you bring is how do you bounce back when things go really, really hard, you know? Um, but let's let's wind back the clock before it was hard. Like where'd you grow up? And and how'd you grow up? Beautiful. Thank you for sharing. As you're sharing that, I, all these memories come up. And to answer your question, where did I grow up? So I'm actually here in San Diego, California. I was born in Los Angeles, California, but I grew up in San Diego. And I'm the eldest of three. And I grew up with a very tough, macho Patriots. My dad was a, an immigrant who came to this country, uh, who became a proud American citizen. He became this patriot. And I share that because he was actually the one who planted the seed and said, Mija, I, I know you want to further your education. I know you want to progress. However, you know, I am limited at this time, but I know who can assist you with your next endeavor in life. You should join the military. Now, he shared that with me, Wayne, because it was 
it was his goal. He wanted to join the military when he came to this country at the young age of 17. But he had a family and he had to focus on his family. So it was my father who planted that seed. And, you know, at the time, I knew that I, I actually wanted to go to the, the School of Architecture. Uh, there's a school in San Luis Obispo here in California. And I knew it was too expensive. So what do I do? You know, I think it's important to do the best you can with what you have. And I took my, my dad's idea and I ran with it. Next thing you know, I'm at my recruiter's office. Oh. And I, I fell in love, Dr. P, with the Marine Corps. Something about that was just so appealing. The few, the proud, the Marines. And I said, and I walked into this recruiter's office and there was this beautiful poster of this female master sergeant. Mm. Now this master sergeant, she exuded sexy confidence. She exuded uh, assertiveness. She exuded, uh, you know, that she had this power about her that I said, I want to be like her. And the rest is history. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, so how long were you in before you before you got up? I was in 20 years. I served 20 years of honorable service. Amazing. That's well, thank you. That's incredible. Really incredible. 20 years. It's um that's a good portion of of a life to to give in service. So that thank you for that. That's awesome. Awesome. Um, so in the Marines, I mean, obviously you had you had various uh, positions. The MOS, right? You you worked your way through. What was your first? What was your first position, by the way? So my first position, which I think really established the foundation for me to be successful was being this private first class that checked into 7th Marines. The, one of the toughest infantry organizations within the Marine Corps here, that was here in 29 Palms, California. So when I checked in, I, it was a rude awakening because I remember the Marine, the staff sergeant was, he was, he was unhappy. Wayne, because here this female PFC is checking into the 7th Infantry Regiment. So I, you know, and I'm optimistic, I'm naive, I'm just happy to be checking into my first duty station. And you can see how, you know, the look on his face expressed, um, he was disillusioned, to say the least. And he was disillusioned? He said, we're expecting uh, a man, uh, you know, PFC Ponce should be a man. Oh, wow. And I said, I said, Staff Sergeant, I, I understand, but I'm a female and I'm a hard worker and I, I promise I'll give it my best. I remember trying to prove myself in that moment. And uh, so in a way he was like, whatever, let me just check her in and process her through and from there on, I realized I really have to work much harder 
to establish my credibility, my work ethic, because I already have this thing going, working against me. I'm a female. And especially, you know, in an infantry unit where you walk in, I walked in the room, Wayne, and you could smell the testosterone in the room. Oh, yeah. You could see they're just, they're looking for the, you know, who's like the weakest link so we can take them out because they don't belong here. So I learned that I needed to work harder than my male counterparts. I knew that, you know, I I had to train my body, my mind and my soul to withstand the the training requirements to withstand, you know, not only how these males uh, looked at me, but I realized it's how I posture myself. It's how I communicate. It's how I work that I'm going to win their trust, their respect, the credibility I need so they can say that woman is perfect for this job. And um, so that that Marine is perfect for this job. Exactly. That Marine. Yeah. You know, uh, I shared with you before the show that my daughter and my son-in-law are in the Marines and my daughter since gotten out, but I always found myself standing a little taller next to her. Like when she was in uniform, it was like, okay, I'm, I'm standing up straighter because of her. It's uh, it's kind of an amazing thing, right? It's just, you know, you, there's this, there's this kind of self-respect wave that washes over you. Like, okay, I can be in it. I can be as, as uh, at attention and at ease as she is, you know, and it's, that's powerful. So good. You know, I just, I have a lot of respect for, for you and the work you've done. Um, at, when you worked yourself through the ranks and then decided it was time, you've done 20, it's time to get out. Um, you started studying, well, you you got connected with somebody that wasn't so good for you, right? Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> I'm trying to think which person because we've had I've had several. Okay. Um, well, I know that I, I see, I don't know all the people in your, I don't know their names. I just know in one of the stories that I read about you in your bio, you had a pretty rough um, separation and you had to bounce back and sort of rebuild yourself. So um, it, it's your story, your life. So I, and I don't know that much about it. Share, share what you so, would like. Yeah. And um, I, so it's it's most recent it, most recently this just happened um i would say about 2 years ago that i was able to bring a 15 year marriage um have closure on a 15 year marriage that the marriage was beautiful within itself however the way things uh happened in the end whether, you know, the betrayal, the added insult to injury, where I had to hire four attorneys just to handle my complicated divorce case. Those are some of the things that I had I had to extract powerful lessons from and move forward. So I went through a difficult divorce 
um, that lasted almost three and a half, almost four years. And it emotionally, physically, mentally, financially depleted me. But I think those lessons happened for a reason, coupled with the fact that, you know, one day I found my dad unconscious, Dr. P. And let me tell you, when you're dealing with a difficult divorce, you're trying to figure out, okay, how am I going to pay for these four attorneys? How am I going to continuously build my business? How am I going to raise my girls? And then I find my dad unconscious. That was like the last straw that broke the camel's back. In that moment, I realized everything shifted, Dr. Pete. Everything shifted to, you know, I was so fixated on seeking. My ego was just fueling me as it came, you know, with a divorce. But when I found my dad unconscious, I realized in that moment what was truly important. And subsequently, I we did lose my dad two months later to COVID pneumonia. Mm. But I this because it was there's no losses in life. There's only beautiful lessons, I think. So, for example, going back to my ex-husband, I, I do believe he did the best he could with what he had up until a certain point. And then life just, you know, we had to part ways. So now I've learned to extract that beautiful lesson. I didn't lose an ex-husband. I gained a beautiful lesson. Same thing with my father. As much as it hurt me, and I still, you know, he's one of the many reasons why I keep moving forward. He was my hero. He was the, the main man in my life who taught me how to be masculine assertive. He's the one who taught me sexy confidence amongst other leaders as well. But I realized in that moment, I didn't lose a father. I'm grateful I had one. People go through this entire lifetime without a dad. And, you know, I was blessed to have a dad who guided me, who loved me, who adored me and gave me the tools necessary for me to bounce back and move forward and live my best life possible. Amazing. The bouncing back piece. I mean, the, the fortitude to keep moving forward when, you know, uh, uh, you talked about betrayal and then four attorneys to wrangle what didn't have, didn't have to be a complicated case, but became one. And, you know, there's, it takes a toll. You wake up every day going, now what? Right now, what? And at some point you get through it. And then, you know, along the way, finding your dad unconscious, that's a thing. Um, And your outlook is very positive, obviously. I mean, your outlook of what did I gain from this? What is, it really is the, um, like life is working for you, not against you kind of mentality. Life is working for you. You're being given these gifts, right? And and I think that that's really, I think that that is, you call it uh, beautiful lessons. I think that that is amazing. You are listening to One Sharp Sword, cutting through to what matters most with your host, Dr. Wayne Purnell. 
you know you are bigger than the life you are leading. It really is time to attend to that thing you've wanted to do or have, but you've been putting off. It's time to step into that dream you've parked for someday. It's time to claim true well-being, both personally and professionally, without giving up the success that got you here. It's time to check out Dr. Purnell's signature small group retreat, the Exponential Success Summit. Explore ExponentialSuccessSummit.com. Seats are extremely limited as this is a very special small group event. www.ExponentialSuccessSummit.com. How do you bring those to your work? Talk a little bit about your work now. And, you know, what is it you're doing? Who are you doing it for? Who's your primary audience? How are you finding them? And, um, and, and, and so I'm giving you this long list. And, and along the way, what are you hoping our audience, you know, you're, you're speaking to a broad range of people. What are you hoping they'll get out of all of that? Um, so many questions, beautiful questions. So going back to your original question. So as a retired Marine officer turned high performance coach speaker, uh, I guide and I train high caliber entrepreneurs so they can uplevel their mindset, so they can kick self-doubt and perfectionism to the curb by harnessing sexy confidence. And I'll share a little bit more about what sexy confidence means. But by harnessing sexy confidence, you can take command of any room you step into and magnetize opportunities for impact and growth. So having said- Are you working with women mostly or are you working with men and women? I I work with both, but predominantly it is high caliber female entrepreneurs. I'll call them chingonas. When, you know, there's these, the high caliber badass women. So for the viewers or your listeners that are watching, they might be thinking, how, how do I know if I'm high caliber? Well, you're a high caliber man or woman if you have an insatiable appetite for growth, if you want to cultivate more of this warrior's mindset. Now, a warrior's mindset is this growth mindset that enables you to focus on the cure, not the disease. It's this warrior's mindset that enables you to look at life or your business and realize there's no obstacles here only opportunities. It helps you shift your perspective. So I do attract uh, high caliber female entrepreneurs because I, you know, they, they want more. They're hungry. They're passionate. And for me, I know that drives me when I see someone, hey, Sandra, I'm ready. Teach me, show me, you know, how did you overcome this? What are you doing to develop your body, your mind, and soul? What are you doing to move forward despite divorce, despite death of a loved one, despite debt? How are you branding yourself? So that's how I work with them. Um, I I know for me, I'm passionate when it comes to speaking 
Dr. P. So I, that's the one thing I'm look, currently looking for is speaking engagements because I love live events. And Zoom calls and webinars, it's fun, but something can be said about being in front of a live audience, gauging their energy, capturing their attention, giving them strategies, tactics, tips that they're like taking copious notes and come Monday morning because they know motivation is fleeting, they'll be able to incorporate these tips, secret strategies that I've shared with them. And now they can take action. Amazing. Um, so if I were to be in the audience, and this is sort of uh, me representing all of our audience that's watching and listening, what would be maybe a top tip, two tips, three tips that you would say, this is how you become kind of the, the sexy, confident badass? So some of the topics I talk about is how to face your fears. You know, that's very important, how to face your fears how to kick self-doubt and perfectionism to the curb. Specifically, how does this tie to entrepreneurs? Yeah. This is something I've had to deal with, Dr. P. Over kicking self-doubt. You know, how do you knowing- do that? How do you do that? Because it it's um, you know, it's a it's a matter of like I have my own way of doing that. It it washes over everybody. Um, I have my own way of doing that. And it's, it's about my faith in certainty and myself. I'm not sure what your, what are your tips? Like if, if someone comes to you and they're like, they've either seen you speak or they're working with you in coaching, what would be a tip that you would, that you would offer in terms of how do I kick self doubt? How do I, how do I get over that? Cause what if it doesn't work? Right. Like that is so big. The what if it doesn't work is so big. And there are ways through that. I'm just curious about yours, about your way through it. What a a beautiful question. So how can you kick self-doubt to the curb? And I think it's it it does go back to what is this person's specific needs? And I, I this is one of the things that I offer a free inner critic assessment. And I share this because really. The true naysayer is within. It's this inner critic that's holding us, holding us hostage, right? In, in experiencing more of procrastination, holding us hostage and living in mediocrity, which is what I'm passionate about. I, I, I refuse to live in mediocrity despite the things that have happened to me. So going back to your question, how do you kick self-doubt to the curb is begin with self-awareness. Where are you right now? What are you you're, what are you thinking? What's your dialogue with yourself? Because your dialogue, your self-talk is so powerful, it it will direct you in, in a way that's unproductive. And this is why people procrastinate sometimes, you know, or 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 you or you can be productive. So there's internal fears or internal enemies, as I call them, self-doubt, fear, 
uncertainty. So these internal enemies, we have to be aware of when they make their presence internally, because this is the real naysayer. And one of the things I share is like, you want to be a supercharged Sandy, right? You don't want to be this negative Nelly and, and you should develop the self-awareness, the emotional intelligence within yourself to know, oh my goodness, I'm procrastinating at this moment because I don't want to do this. So these are some of the things that I help my specific clients do is, oh, there's that inner critic. What is she telling you? What does she sound like? Okay, so what do we need to shift? So now this naysayer is not a bully. Now this naysayer becomes your best friend. That's quite a shift, right? So the inner critic becomes a best friend is, um, that's tricky. It is tricky. It is tricky. But this is where we have to constantly give ourselves a healthy dose of self-compassion by changing our self-talk. It's saying, you know what? I've been through so much. I gave it my best shot in this marriage. Doesn't mean I'm a failure. I gave it my best shot in trying to save my dad. I had to learn to forgive myself because the perfectionist in me was saying, I should have done more for my dad. I should have reacted faster. I should have communicated more to the doctors. I should have, would have, could have. So there comes a point where you have to forgive yourself. And that's where this healthy dose of self-compassion is critical to moving forward. Yeah, I think, you know, you're talking about grace. You're talking about forgiveness, um, a little bit of gratitude thrown in there, right? That that's a good, a good healthy part of your day. Self-compassion, you know, that is that is the grace that's so needed that, you know, it's like if you wouldn't, uh, you know, one of the things that I that I point out is that you wouldn't, you wouldn't let anybody else talk to you that way. Why are you talking to yourself that way? Right. Right. Exactly. Yes. And and if I may, you know, Wayne, the one thing that shifted for me that really rattled me at my core was finally seeing myself through my father's lens. Oh. That shifted everything in me. How did he see his little girl? That's what he, sweet. That shifted everything for me, Dr. P. And I realized in that moment, I said, you know what? Adversity is my advantage. Just like my father came to this beautiful country to give his family a better way of life. Now it's my, he, he's passed on this baton to me to keep moving forward and learn that adversity is my advantage. I'm going to be okay. But this ability to see myself through my father's lens was the biggest thing um, that I experienced that gave me the grace that I needed. And, and it's a process of becoming my best friend. It's, it's definitely a process. And, and that's the kind of stuff that you teach other people is how to become your own best friend. Um, adversity being your advantage is, is a tough lesson. 
You know, it's like, well, because, and, and part of that is, well, if it's adverse, then, you know, I'm, I'm ready. <clears throat> a lot of people will take it to, well, if my life isn't like hard, does that mean I can't succeed? It's like, no, no, just leverage where you are. Um, you don't have to have, <laughs> you don't have to have to have the bottom fallout for you to, to feel like, well, now I'm ready to start. It's like leverage where you are. Um, and, and here's something, it's been a theme. I want to just bring it up. It's been a theme for the past few interviews I've done. And you've said it your own way, which is I'm going to be okay. And the theme really is who are you relying on? Right. You've got to be able to rely on yourself and recognize no matter what happens, you'll work it out. You're going to find a way through. You're as old as you've ever been, which means that somehow through it all, you've survived. You've figured it out up to this point. You'll figure it out again. Right? Exactly, exactly, Dr. P. And this is why I help her cultivate or him sexy confidence. Now, if I may be very clear, sexy confidence is this high performance state of mind. It's this mental attitude that enables you to master yourself and stay calm during stressful challenges and situations. That's what sexy confidence is. So I was very, uh, I, my dad had sexy confidence. Mm. He, you know, he continuously faced his fears. People respected him. I said, there's something about my pops that really stands out. And as I joined the Marine Corps, my first commanding general was uh, James N. Mattis, who later on, you know, became secretary of defense for President Trump. But this man was this man had sexy confidence and I was able to, you know, work. I, I mean, I cleaned his office, so I was I constantly reminded of how to be, how to develop those leadership skills mm -hmm. just, just by watching this man. So I point this out because there were other successful leaders. And now as I've, you know, become a, an entrepreneur, this is the commonality. They all have sexy confidence. That's so great. That's so great. Thank you. Um, yeah. Thank you. I, I am curious about, you know, I didn't ask you this before and I don't know, do you have, uh, do you have a place where people can find you? Absolutely. Absolutely. So they can go to my website. It's sandragonzalez.com and it's S-A-N-D-R-A-G-O-N-Z-A. Lez.com and through my social media. I know I'm on Instagram. I'm very transparent. Uh, on Instagram, I'm Coach Sandra Gonzalez, and they can DM me, me directly, or I also do offer free training. And my tr free training is accessible through sexyconfidencetraining.com. And through those platforms they can reach they can schedule a free inner critic assessment so if somebody right now is like oh i'm really you know i need to kick self-doubt and perfectionism to the curb i would love a free assessment from sandra 
they can reach me through those platforms and and schedule it. I'm, I'm here to serve. Awesome. Did you say sexy confidence training or sexyconfidence.com? Sexyconfidencetraining.com. Beautiful. Okay. I'm going to, all of these will be in the show notes. All right. So Sandra Gonzalez with two Z's. Um, that's the easiest way of remembering it. I will have your I will have your website on the show notes. I'm looking down at my notes that I've been writing. Uh, Coach Sandra Gonzalez on Instagram and sexyconfidencetraining.com, uh, which is also that's kind of great. It's kind of great. Cool. What uh, what did I miss? What were you hoping I'd ask you? What uh, what else? You know, should we have gotten to? Can you think of it? Quite honestly, Wayne, I could stay here all day and we could talk about any topic, but for the sake of brevity and because we respect people's time, um, my ask would be if anybody needs an influential, inspirational speaker to please contact me directly. How may I be of service? Um, So that's my ask. I'm looking for speaking engagements to serve our community because it's it's needed. And I've learned through my ability to be authentic and transparent and, you know, this ability to harness sexy confidence. I'm grateful that I I feel comfortable in my skin. Doesn't matter if 500, you know, tough male badass Marines are around me or whether it's 500 high caliber female entrepreneurs that are looking for tips, strategies, or tactics. I'm here to serve regardless. And it's been an absolute honor being here. Thank you so much. It's been amazing, Sandra. Thank you so much. This is, it's, it's fun. You know, when you, when you have somebody's story and they've come through, they've come through so much. And I know you didn't even say the half of it. There's, there's stuff that that uh, is sort of implied and and we don't need to go into all the details just to know that it got messy and you got through and those that getting through brought you some amazing lessons that you're teaching other people which is fantastic so um i want to thank you again i'm going to i'm going to say your website one more time um how to find you sandragonzalez.com on Instagram at Coach Sandra Gonzalez, and for the uh, the assessment and some tips, sexyconfidencetraining.com. Right. Cool. Thank you so much, Doctor P. Yes, we need to normalize that life is messy and beautiful at the same time. Absolutely right. It's complex, messy and beautiful. Absolutely right. Um, really great thank you thank you for being here appreciate it awesome my guest today was sandra gonzalez and she brought us so much wisdom and so much enthusiasm and uh i'm again grateful so this is one sharp sword cutting through to what matters most i'm your host dr p dr wayne purnell the Exponential Success Coach, and I will see you here next time. Thanks for joining me. 
Thank you for listening to One Sharp Sword, cutting through to what matters most with your host, Dr. P, Dr. Wayne Purnell, the breakthrough success coach and your powerful presence mentor.